Welcome to the Modern MBA podcast with Marie Kerwin and Kristen Rossi. Our mission is to help MBAs coming from, going into, or merely considering more unorthodox career paths. We're a community to find inspiration and share stories. Today on the Modern MBA, we're speaking with Grace Farias. Originally working in the airline industry in Latin America, Grace came to the UK in 2019 to pursue an MBA at Warwick Business School and now works in Ireland with a tech startup. Grace, welcome to the Modern MBA podcast. Would you kindly share your name, where you're from, and where you did your MBA? Sure. Thank you so much for your time. My name is Grace Farias. I'm Peruvian, and I did my MBA at Warwick Business School. You worked in the airline industry with LATAM. Then you did your MBA at Warwick, and shortly after, you landed a role in Dublin. Can you walk us through your experience to date? Sure. So actually, I did an undergrad in industrial engineering. So I've been in different roles in Peru. And then I joined the aviation industry where I stayed for eight years. First in Peru in different operational roles. And I was working as the head of operations at Lima Airport. And then I got a job opportunity on the same airline to move to Chile. So I decided to move to change the country, so I moved to Santiago, which is the capital of, of Chile, and I stayed there for three years. Meanwhile, I was preparing and looking for for my next next step in my on my career, and then there I decided I wanted to study an MBA. So I started preparing and then looking for for um, the place to study. Uh, that's where that's why I ended up in at Warwick Business School. And then COVID hit while studying the MBA. It was a lot of uncertainty while then, but uh, then, yeah, I was able to land a job in Dublin. Currently, I'm working as a project manager in an insurtech company, a startup. And yeah, I've been here for already six months. So yeah, I'm very happy. Time goes so fast. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, that's really interesting I mean, and just kind of how your path is taking you all these different places. But um, when you, you know, many people do their MBA, they do it to pivot. But you've kind of, in, in some ways, you know, you've, you have some similarities to your past background. What was your motivation for doing an MBA? Yeah, so actually, like, so in the past, I was also working in tech projects in different countries in Latin America within the airline. Uh, but then I decided to study an MBA first because I wanted to learn more and then to have more business acumen. And so that's why that was the first motivation. But also the second one is because I wanted to uh, make a transition uh, to a different market. Uh, specifically, I was between going to the States or going to Europe. Uh, and then I decided to come to Europe um, because of different opportunities, different countries, also personal motivations because I really like enjoying like changing cultures, trying new food. So, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, that's why I decided to, to move to Europe. I, I wanted to make a transition and start uh, having experience in, in the different country, in a different market. So that was part of my motivation. And then that's why I started to look for career programs, programs in, in, in UK specifically because of the language as well. So I wanted to switch the language, uh, and that was also part of my criteria to make uh, this move. That was my question. Why didn't you choose like a Sade or, or a Spanish school? 
Yeah, so yeah, so that was also part of my, my, my decision making process. Um, there are very good universities in Spain, but I wanted to switch the language, yes, because I was has been speaking language speaking Spanish for, for my whole life, right? But yeah, so that's why I was between the States and the UK, but then I ended up choosing the UK and yeah. How was it studying in the second language? Uh yeah, so actually like I did a research before changing changing the, the country right because i was like i wasn't unsure of course you feel uncomfortable at the beginning i talked with different friends that had the same um career transition or just moved to a different country with where we're in a different language so they said grace is gonna take you from two to three months to adapt because at the beginning you start translating from spanish to english at least that was my experience but then it takes too long to reply, right? And in Spanish, I speak very fast. So I wanted to have the same pace, which is hard. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a process. You just have to be, you have to survive. That's it. You have to survive. But you get used to it. At the end, you get, you get used to it because you start learning. You start like learning from others' experiences. You start learning new words. So when I, I, I studied American English, so when I moved to the UK, different words for everything right and now in ireland completely different words so it's just a process you need to adapt basically oh you're in, yeah. in english across the board <laughs> australia now <laughs> that that's aim <laughs> it's still a process any tips that you have for for students considering studying in a second language well I think the first thing, the first advice is just like, you're going to feel uncomfortable, like for a lot of time, but it's just go for it because that's the thing. I think that's a line that is going to, to push you to, to just go for it and try, you know, because at the beginning you're kind of shy. I don't want to make mistakes. You know, you don't feel comfortable about saying specific things, but it just, just for trying, you know? It's going to be uncomfortable, as I said, but then it's going to be just natural. It's going to be part of you. Mm, that's really good. So then, so then what was your MBA expectation like? You know, the expectation versus reality. <laughs> good questions. Actually, like, because, I mean, I, I chose, I chose to, to have like a face-to-face experience, right? Uh, and I started my MBA in, in September 2019. And it was supposed to end in September 2020, right? So um, in March, yeah, in March, we started the online classes because of COVID. And yeah, of course, experience is not the same at all because you don't get to meet people. One of the reasons also is to have the network to enlarge the, the network, to do the bonding experience, right? You're not allowed to, to get together. So yeah, it was like, it changed a lot. Uh, but still, like we were able to catch up, and then I think at the end it's positive because the positive side. I think like if we want to look at, at this in the, with a positive side for COVID, uh, I think it's like you're able to connect with more people, like because now you have all of this. I mean, you always have had, but I think we need we never explored the possibility to have these online platforms to connect with others. So I think that's was the enabler to continue the experience of the MBA and, and also to connect with other people um, through our our MBA network. So 
yeah, I mean, it's not what I was expecting, right? But during the, sec the circumstances, I think the university approach was the best. And then kind of going back to COVID, or, or kind of continuing on from COVID, you, you did your MBA at the height of COVID, which meant that the job market really went, you know, flipped, it went up in the air. How did, yeah. how did you navigate this time? And are there any tips for MBAs that are currently still looking for a job? Yeah, so uh, it was very hard because in my case, I, I'm Peruvian, I have a Peruvian passport. I do need a sponsorship uh, in Europe, in the UK, um, in the UK. Uh, so it was hard. And also because I, my background is in aviation, so everybody knows that there were no flights. Uh, so, yeah, it was very challenging. I had a lot of support from careers team of the university of my of work. So it was good to have someone there, like supporting you and giving you more insights or tips where you what you can do. I think um, a key point for me was like to to keep pushing, like like be, being resilient on, on the process and keep trying, keep knocking doors and keep connecting with people and doing the network. I think it's hard because you are like in, in not in a power position at all. But I think at the end, like if you want something, you just need to keep trying, right? Um, and yeah, for the MBAs who are looking for roles uh, in a different nation, like it's not impossible at all. It's not impossible. Like if I can do it, everybody can do it. Like it's just like, you need to make a decision and, and, and start like working on it. Yeah. And were there any, any certain, any specific steps that you took, you know, aside from just being resilient and, and constantly knocking on doors, was there any step or, or action you took that really set you apart, you think? I mean, for instance, like if we go into the details, like I had like a list of companies that I was targeting. Um, I had a list with the names of the people I was contacting, when I was contacting, uh, if I had a reply, a reply or not, like what are the next steps. So I had like an instructor in place to keep on track what I was doing, my actions. And then also like attending networking events. I was very active um, posting on LinkedIn, uh, connecting with LinkedIn, um, scheduling uh, like chats with people yeah because i think sometimes you need to do that this work this is part, part of the work yeah. and i have a routine from monday to friday month like a work basically that did that become became became my my work yeah. to find a work <laughs> so yeah i mean it's into the details like you need to to make actions right to get results so yeah that was that was my my structure and my plan that i follow for for a few months how has the MBA equipped you to make your next career move? Well, yeah. So I think definitely through the MBA, we went through different modules that for me were very helpful for for the output I was expecting for, for the MBA. Like, I don't know, I, I really like behavioral sciences. I like entrepreneurship. So there were modules that for me were, are, were very useful and I actually like engage with uh, the work incubator later on for one year when I was operation mentor. So it, it, it makes sense for me. And, and, and it was like really uh, insightful to, to go through these modules. 
Also, the second piece, it will be the network. I think Warwick Business School has an extended network that any alumni can leverage. So that for me was key. And actually, like my manager's manager studied at Warwick Business School and, and he reached out to the careers team and that's how I was connected to, to the company I'm working for. So yeah, I think those are the key key main points for me that helped me leverage uh, my experience uh, and also to to land this this role, uh, the one I'm working on right now. Brilliant. And, and from a visa perspective, um, how did that work? Yeah, so normally, like, in my case, I need a sponsorship. Um, I did also mean, need a sponsorship when I was in Chile, but in that case, the company agrees to do it, like when you have, like, a you want to change the country, so it was fine. So in this case, um, when they when they gave me the offer, actually, like uh, that's where the, the the sponsorship came, and they say, yeah, don't worry, um, we we can do this. We're gonna do this because we want to work with you, and and of course, it's not that you're gonna have this for every company because not everybody is sponsors, but I think and. From now, with uh, Brexit, I think <laughs> there are a lot of EU EU um, countries that are very open to sponsor uh, for for people who need sponsorship, basically. So, I think you just need to keep trying, and and also sometimes whenever you look after the, or you whenever you're looking until the, into the job description, there some some of the companies are very clear if they do a sponsor or not right now so i think it's good to have a clear path if you want if you need it right so you, you don't want to spend time doing a process that you know that they won't be able to sponsor yourself right yeah but yeah yeah that's great you know especially when the processes some, some of them are so long and, and you know and, and difficult <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah yeah but then you have to wait right so for instance in my case i waited for like around f- five months four to five months normally in the eu it takes two to three months normally mm. uh in my case it was five months because the startup i was working for they were applying for um this like kind of license to sponsor people to sponsor employees okay so that was so that was the first step and then it runs with my sponsorship itself so yeah okay okay that means- it's part of the if it's part of the process like i'm aware of that it's part of the process and i'm okay with that so it's fine <laughs> Perfect. yeah Brilliant. so the last question is do you have any advice for students considering doing an mba abroad uh the first step it will be like to understand why do they want to do the mba abroad and i think this is key to understand and make a a, a good decision where to go like if you want to do like, I don't know, if you want to have a specific studies to go into the curriculum of the, of the career of the program, if you want to have extended network, understand like what kind of network do they have and in which industries do they have uh, to understand like uh, what is the employability rates like after studying that, if, if they're like looking for having like a very good job or like in terms of what what's a good job definition but uh yeah for me a research it's key to have the best experience because the worst thing that you can make is just to pay for a program 
that then you do it and then it's not what you expected, right? So I think to research, to be a, to be aware of what the program is offering you, so basically the expectations will will meet, uh, or basically the reality will meet expectations, right? So I think that's that's key uh, if you want to live or study abroad. That's really good advice. It's, I mean, yeah, you have to know kind of your why. What are you trying to get out of it? Because then it yeah, target. Yeah, exactly. And I think I think when when I, whenever I speak with with other people that are trying to like do this career change or career transition, like I that's my first question. Like, why do you want to do this? Uh, and then from that, I will tell you, okay, Warwick has this, this, this. Like, you know, you can explore these. Like, it will depend on 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 people's opinion, people's perspective. So the, and this varies, the motivations vary. So for me, I will say like to address why do you want to do it? Um, I think that's the first step to, to look for an MBA abroad. That's all for today's Modern MBA podcast. I'm Kristen. And I'm Marie. If you like this episode, remember to hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. And you can get access to articles and more great content by visiting our website, themodernmba.co.uk, or you can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Until next time, bye! Bye.